Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome to the show. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff on CBS Sports Radio. We are the brand new morning show hitting important topics like what is the best athlete, non-athlete power couple in the history of sports. Uh, we'll get to your phone calls and some of that in just a little bit. But Perloff, uh, Aaron Rodgers, injured. Yeah. Not coming back uh, for a while, but that doesn't mean he can't still do interviews with Pat McAfee. We have a segment around here we call What's Up with Aaron Rodgers. Is that what we call it? We call it something like this. What the f*** is Aaron Rodgers up to today? See, I told you. What's up with Aaron Rodgers? What the bleep is up with Aaron Rodgers? Okay. Rodgers was on McAfee yesterday, said that he is well ahead of schedule and recovery. Pete, can we play clip number one? You know, it's pretty obvious I'm well ahead of my of the normal protocols when it comes to rehab for this this kind of thing. But that's you know, that's that's that was always what my mindset was and, and that was what Neil and I talked about uh, in the locker room. Um, honestly after it happened was uh, you know, the type of surgery that uh, that he'd been doing now for a little bit. And then, you know, whatever protocols were out there, just not not adhering to those, being as smart as possible, not trying to stretch the Achilles, but stressing the Achilles in a way that allows me to uh, to start doing movement quicker and to uh, to speed up whatever timeline uh, kind of has been the standard uh, standard for this type of injury. Dude, this guy is hell-bent on coming back or at least doing everything he can. I, I think this is a fool's errand for him. Mm-hmm. I- I'm not a doctor. He he mentioned Neil. He meant Neil Elitrosh, the famous doctor who does a lot of these sports injury surgeries. But it's like he's 40. He's one of the oldest guys in the league. To come back from this as opposed to just focusing on next year when you could actually make a big impact for the Jets, it just seems short-sighted to me. But it does seem like he's trying to keep his team engaged in the season. And to come back, if they're uh, mathematically eliminated, Rodgers cannot step on that field. I think that's a fact. So I think he's trying to give them a carrot to play as hard as they can. Which is actually a really team-first thing to do. Yeah, you imagine, though, the team needs Aaron Rodgers to hobble in on crutches to do a win-one-for-the-Gipper speech? I do find it weird that he's more we, the team, all about the Jets than he, than he seemingly ever was in Green Bay. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. Uh, Rodgers also said he was disappointed that when he did give this like uh, Saturday night speech to the Jets before the Chiefs game that we all found out about it. I will say this, you know, when it comes to, you know, uh, some of the stuff I talked about, uh, I think that was one of the more disappointing things about the entire weekend is that, you know, part of the process of, of uh, being a team that's connected and being a team that sticks together is that there's some things that are meant for the locker room 
and conversations that it should stay in the meeting room, should stay in the locker room, should stay in the hotel. Upset that things got leaked to the media. Has he met the New York <laughs> Jets? I mean, this is the Jets are one of the leakiest ships around. Anything that happens there feels like it gets to the media. This is exactly what Nick Saban said about Oregon coach Dan Lanning's pregame speech uh, before the Colorado game, that there's a sacred space in the locker room that you're supposed to protect. But that being said, after the games, they bring you into the locker room. I saw Sean Payton's speech after the Broncos won the other day. And I think there are cameras in there all the time, too. We always see it in documentaries. I'm not quite sure what Rodgers is talking about. Yeah, I mean, he's got to listen. He's that, on hard knock. Well, they didn't want to be, allegedly. Yeah. Sure. Um, but that is something where he's got to understand. He's talking to the team right there, like yep. through Pat McAfee's show. But he's got to understand sort of his where he is right now. Which oh, is get out of here. The Jets are just any other normal team. He's just fighting. I don't know why he's complaining. He loves the attention, so stop. But I do think, by the way, I he talks like he's been a Jet for 15 years. It's so weird <laughs> to me. He has very seamlessly worked himself yeah, like, right to be the most important person in the organization. Well, I don't know. I, I don't remember him talking like this in Green Bay. I think he's really trying to sell everybody on this team concept. And I think that's why he's talking about the health. It can't, can't be realistically he expects to be there in week 14, right? Doesn't seem like it to me. Uh, okay, let's welcome in one of our very good friends. You know him as an award-winning football writer, NFL writer. Football Morning in America is the column. The one and only Peter King getting up with us this morning. Hey, Peter, how are you? Maggie, Andrew, how are you guys? You know, we're just better looking in the morning, <laughs> Peter. is is Our cheeks well, are I rosy. I knew that. <laughs> I used to tell you at Sports Illustrated a long time ago, many moons ago, to be We'd be taping something at four in the afternoon. I said, Maggie, you should be doing this at seven in the morning. It's <laughs> better looking. Than- I, it's just a rosy glow that happens <laughs> well, only this time of day. Peter, I remember being up at six in the morning when you would file the last part of Monday morning quarterback. That oh, was a lot. So you know early mornings in a different way. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, well, Andrew, you know, uh, Andrew, I, I, I now this year, I've turned over a total new leaf. I'm not working after two o'clock. Wow. Yeah, I just, I, I just, you know, I'm 66 years old. I'm, I'm tired for, <laughs> you know, for like whatever it is, 24 weeks a year of totally sacrificing one night of sleep. Somehow, some way, I don't have to be a sleep specialist to know that's going to contribute to my early demise. <laughs> so I, I, uh, I try to get to bed right about 2.15 every Sunday. It's been working so far. I, the columns, I actually wouldn't be able to tell from the column as a compliment. It's still really it looks, uh, it's it's awesome. awesome, dude. I love that you yeah, were at Colorado you. last week, Peter, because I yeah. this was great for your perspective. Now, Proloff and I, a uh, little bit of a show debate developing about whether Shador Sanders is actually going to go to the NFL this year or will Dion who's kind of putting the full-core press on him to stay at Colorado, will he be able to convince Shador to stay? Do you have any thoughts on that? I, you know, I don't know, Maggie. I, did, I didn't ask anybody that question when I was out there, but it just seems like uh, Shador Sanders will play at Colorado this year and next, and then he'll come out in 2025. Uh, just my gut feeling that I think on on Saturday uh, that we saw probably the the top picks in the next two drafts, you know, and Caleb Williams mm-hmm. in twenty four, and Shadour Sanders in twenty five, and and look, 
I am not the guy to give you a full scouting report on each guy in any way, shape, or form. I'm just not capable of doing that. I'm not a big college football watcher. I just know that at absolute first glance, first glance, uh, I thought that Shadur Sanders was a little bit better at NFL things. And by that I mean, you know, the the really tight, quick, fast, uh, eight to ten yard out route, the move the chains route that you have to throw in the NFL six times a game. He's really, really good at that. He's really good at throwing the ball and making things happen under pressure. Caleb Williams has a lot of time. He's got a great offensive line. He's got great tools at his disposal. Uh, he shouldn't be penalized for that, absolutely. But I just think in what I saw, uh, Shadur Sanders, uh, he also throws the ball extremely accurately into tight windows. Uh, I just think he's got a chance at that, you know, to make that jump maybe a little bit easier than Caleb Williams does. Peter, Dion said that he wants to stay in college football. He actually wants to stay in Colorado. But do you think NFL teams will call him this offseason? You know, there's usually five or six vacancies. Do you think an owner would be interested? I don't know, if Andrew. I don't know if an owner is going to be interested yet. Uh, and I doubt sincerely that he will entertain offers this offseason. He told Rich Eisen a couple of weeks ago, I'm, I'm a college football coach. I'm staying. Um, you know, I ran into a couple of tailgaters. I got to the game really early. I mean, it's, it, by the way, you know, these, this game was at 10 o'clock local time. I get to my parking spot. It's dark out. And, <laughs> and I, and I go into the, uh, I go into the, uh, uh, into the parking lot at, at, at Boulder and I want to go interview some tailgaters. And this guy, this one guy says, Oh, Dion will never leave. He loves it here and all that. But I, I said to him, well, what happens three years from now? Jerry and Stephen Jones fly to Boulder on the Cowboys plane, get out and say, hey, Dion, you're going to be the highest paid coach in the NFL. It's your destiny to coach the Dallas Cowboys. You just never know. It's easy to say on October 4th, 2023, I'll never do something. But situations change. Times change. So I I don't know. But I doubt it would be this year, but we'll see. Peter King is joining us. Football Morning in America is the column. And, Peter, more show debates that you can settle for us because Perloff and I also don't see Bill Belichick's future in the same way. Speaking of coaches, you know, I'm the one who my team got their butt kicked by Belichick for about 20 years. So he lives rent-free in my head. And I think that he gets to say when he walks away from the Patriots, Perloff thinks that he could be coaching for his job. What do you think? You know, I think it's one of the great questions in football and one of the great debates in football, and the answer is I don't have any idea. And the reason I don't have any idea is that Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick basically keep their own counsel. It isn't like Robert Kraft uh, picks up the phone and calls Jerry Jones and says, hey, remember when you got rid of Jimmy? How hard was that? How much crap did you take for it? What do you think? He he doesn't he doesn't do that. He, he he will make a decision that he wants to make. On the other hand, Bill Belichick, I keep thinking about this. I keep thinking that let's just say we get to the end of this year and they're six and eleven. 
And so then they're whatever, six or seven games under 500 since Brady left. Uh, let's just say that that happens, okay? I believe that Bill would start asking himself the questions. Okay, this is four years now where we haven't won a playoff game. Have I reached the end of my rope here in New England? You know, everybody has always said, well, what will Kraft do? What will the Krafts do? I mean, I, but how do we know that Bill isn't going to walk into Kraft's office on January 4th and say, you know, it's not working. Let's shake hands part ways. Maybe I'll coach. Maybe I won't. And blah, blah, blah. I, I'm not... I just don't have a great feel for what he will do. I don't think that he has it in his mind. I am staying here until they they kick my rear end out of here and take my security card away. I I just that's not who Bill Belichick is. So I don't know the answer to the question, but I do think it isn't as simple as WWRD. What will Robert do? I, I just don't think it's that easy. Peter, we, we had an interesting coaches debate earlier. Harbaugh and Tomlin are meeting for the 34th time, the second most of any two coaches, which surprised us. And Maggie and I were debating, are those both future Hall of Fame coaches? But we went through the list. It is a really high bar for coaches. I actually didn't even know that Mike it Shanahan was. Andrew, wait a yeah. minute. Wait yeah. a minute. It's, yeah. not, it's not a high bar for coaches. How's that? The bar for coaches has been lowered significantly. How so? Because... Well, look at what's happened in the last few years. Look at look at all the coaches who have gotten in in the last few years, and and look at how uh, look at look at their level uh, of achievement. Yeah, you know, let's let's you know, let's look at Bill Cower. Okay, John Harbaugh already has more regular season wins than Bill Cower. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, and and look at Sean Payton has more. Bill Cower won 149 games, and he won one Super Bowl. Okay, and so now you have to ask yourself this question. All right, there's a lot of players out there. Tony Dungy 139 and one Super Bowl. Marv Levy 143 zero Super Bowls. Bill Cower 149 one Super Bowl. So right now, above that, are John Harbaugh with 150, Mike Tomlin with 165. And we're talking about guys who have got more wins plus at least one Super Bowl. John Harbaugh, Sean Payton, Mike McCarthy, Mike Holmgren, Pete Carroll, Mike Tomlin. Not to mention uh, Mike Shanahan, who's got two. Right. You know, he's got two championships. Tom Coughlin, who has two. Basically, the Hall of Fame committee, along with the, the Centennial Committee, which had some Hall of Fame voters on it and also some independent people, like, for instance, Bill Belichick, when asked to correct the ills of uh, the first, you know, 50-some-odd years of, of Hall of Fame voting uh, back in 2020, they chose instead to put in 11 of 15 mostly modern era guys, which I thought was a bad thing for them to do. And I've written that. I've said it on multiple occasions. Instead of putting in the Buddy Parkers of the world, you know, the guy who won two championships in the 50s and owned Paul Brown, they put in Bill Cower and Jimmy Johnson. And again, I 
am one voice. I am one vote out of 48 or however many voters there are now for the hall. I'm one. Other people disagree with me. That's fine. It's a democracy. It's, you know, whatever happens. But I think it's really, I, I think that we are going to see a crush of modern coaches uh, getting into the Hall of Fame in the next 15 years. Yeah, I was surprised to be Shanahan and Holmgren. I think it's partly the coaching trees that were beneath them. Those were the two names that really stood out to me, Peter. Well, if you think about Shanahan, I, you know, he's the guy who, I think Tom Coughlin, look, when you win as much as Coughlin won and you won two Super Bowls and you beat the great and powerful Belichick and Brady twice, I mean, he's he's got to walk into the Hall of Fame, I think. You know, 14th winning as coach of all time and all that. So I think he – and then you look at Shanahan. Shanahan uh, obviously struggled with the Raiders, uh, as many coaches have done under Al Davis, and then went to Denver and developed uh, – So I don't, I don't want to say a coaching empire, but had a lot of guys beneath him in Denver and Washington who've gone on to great things and – he won two Super Bowls, and when he went head-to-head with Mike Holmgren in the Super Bowl, uh, with Holmgren favored by the Packers, favored over Denver by, I think, 10 or 11 points, uh, Denver crushed him. So I, I think Shanahan's got to get in. I think Holmgren almost certainly is going to get in, brought two teams to the Super Bowl. And then you've got to deal with all of these guys. Look at Mike Tomlin. It looks like if he wants to, he could coach another 10 years. Yeah. He's got the most patient ownership group in sports. And, you know, the Steelers love their coaches and don't change them. So he's in year 17. Harbaugh's in year 16. I think I'm right in saying that. And I think both of those guys could coach for, you know, four, five, six years into the future. I, a long time ago, I told Harbaugh, I thought he had the great personality and great mentality to be a head coach in the NFL for a long time, I said, you're going to end up being Chuck Knoll. And, you know, it seems silly at the time, but he is only seven years behind Chuck Knoll in terms of tenure. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. Peter, this is great. Um, I guess we were asking you all coaching questions today. We didn't even mean to do that, but it's awesome. Last one for you is a bit of a question of the day. Little inspired by a little Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, best athlete, non-athlete power couple of all time. Now, our <laughs> caveat was they had to be married. You know, we don't want just flings yeah. here. You know, so I said Brady and Giselle, Perloff, uh, Dimaggio, we Marilyn. We can't even say we can't even say Madonna and A Rod. Oh. That is a shame. Oh. That's a damn shame. <laughs> <laughs> she kept showing up to those Yankee games. We couldn't even say A Rod and J Lo. They never got married. They never yeah. actually sealed the deal. Okay. I'm going to say it's got to be Joe DiMaggio and Marilyn Monroe. And the only reason I'm going to say that is because I have a story about Joe DiMaggio and Marilyn Monroe. Do you want to hear it? Um, Yes. (laughs) So the year that the Super Bowl was in San Diego, Washington and Denver, I was flying out to the Super Bowl. That was, I think, 87. I was flying out to the Super Bowl, and I get to the airport to change planes in L.A., and there in my boarding gate about an hour before the flight leaves, impeccably dressed in a gray suit is Joe DiMaggio. And I said, hey, I said, oh, my gosh, I got to say, I said, hey, Joe, at the time I was working for Newsday, I said, Joe Peter King with Newsday, just wanted to say hello, hi, oh, hello, hello. 
And so then everybody starts coming over and bothering him. And I just said to him, do you want me to sort of act as your shield here? He said, well, I would love that. And so we just sat there for like 20 minutes, and, and I sort of held up my hand when people came by. And so in a few minutes, I said, I said, man, you know, what a life you've had. It's so cool. And we were just talking, and I said, man, that is my, I know this is, this is kind of a fanish question, but that must have been cool, being married to Marilyn Monroe. And he goes, fine girl. A fine girl. <laughs> so anyway, that's that's what I that's my Marilyn Monroe Joe DiMaggio story. I told Bill Parcells that story once, and he goes, "You didn't ask Joe DiMaggio <laughs> about Marilyn Monroe." <laughs> I had to. Come on. <laughs> I love it. Peter King, award-winning journalist slash body man for Joe DiMaggio at the <laughs> LA me. airport. That was me. I love it. Peter, thank you so much. Awesome. We'll talk to you soon, and uh, enjoy week five. Here we are. All the best, guys. Thanks a million. Thanks, thank Peter. You, Peter. That's awesome. Joe D., of course, you know, another friend, a big friend of the show, Rock Positano, Dr. Rock Positano. Oh, right. Nation's Noted. leading foot doctor. Foot doctor, yeah. Wrote a book about his relationship with Joe DiMaggio, Best Friends. Uh, has great stories on it. If we ever need Joe D. Marilyn Monroe stories, we got all the sources. We got it covered. <laughs> I love it. A fine girl is like the a fi- fine girl. The 50th thing I would have said about Marilyn Monroe. But I'm a big Marilyn Monroe fan. You know, she married Arthur Miller, the playwright, as well. So Death she of was a salesman. In, she was into nerds. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, There's I, hope. Yeah, I mean, you don't see Taylor Swift out there dating playwrights. Yeah, but she just had a long variety, a, a wide variety. Joe DiMaggio, ultimate jock, and Arthur Miller, ultimate. Uh, nerd. Yeah, neither really worked out well. No, unfortunately not. Uh, 855-212-4CBS. That's really cool, though. You gotta go up to Joe DiMaggio if you see him in the airport, right? Oh, well, I mean, not now, but yeah. Well, yes, obviously, he's passed No, I, I don't go up to people in the airport. I'm, you do not? I'm terrified. I saw Dr. J there a, a few years ago. Yeah. I'm not good at going. You're good at it. I, I saw Dr. J at the airport. I was a kid, and I went up and got his autograph. I don't go kid. up to people. I'm I'm a shy autograph seeker. I don't do it. Oh, man. I'm trying to think Whatever. the last person I went. To, I, went. I went to a movie premiere with Maggie. She was talking <laughs> up every celebrity there within 30 seconds, and they loved her. Listen, I feel like I know Billy King. <laughs> I don't really know him, but I felt like I did. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Basically, I'm like, where's Maggie? Oh, she's over there eating popcorn with Tobias Harris. I'm like, what is going on here? Half Hollow Hills High School. I did the only, I did the airport thing once, and I kind of, I don't, I regret it because I think I'm, a, you know, me and people of wrestling fans. So I was at WrestleMania in New Orleans, and we were flying out. I guess the same day, a lot of the wrestlers are flying out, and this is a whole deal. Like wrestlers hate being showed, you know, being approached at airports. Though I didn't really know this at that time. Right. So I saw my favorite wrestler, Finn Balor, uh, at the at at the airport, and he was with his family. And I tried to get a time where he wasn't away from where he was away from his parents. Yeah. And he was kind of doing something else. And I went there and I wanted to take a picture, and he was nice, but you could tell he was like. Come on, dude. Like, really? <laughs> um, I threw up. I even threw up the two sweet sign that he does, and he didn't want to do it. He just smiled in the camera and then, like, was like, thank you. And that was it. I was like, ah, oh, I, I need to get, I need to see Finn at a different time because I am a huge fan. You got airport shamed. That's what, that's I what did get airport shamed. <laughs> and now I'll never do it again. That, that, that was like the moment I was like, oh, you know what? If I see someone in the airport and I, it's happened a couple times, I just forget it. Stay away. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Our big thanks to Peter King. If you miss any part of the Maggie and Perloff show, we've got a podcast. It's awesome. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts. Give us a five-star rating. We'd be forever grateful. Coming up, we've got some headlines for you. Get you caught up on everything you may have missed. Don't move. More Maggie and Perloff on CBS Sports Radio. Back on Maggie and Perloff. 
The Great Debate Series, which we do every Wednesday. Today was a fun one. Best power couple in sports off of Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, except our rule is has to be one athlete married to a non-athlete and married. Can't yes. just be dating. Can't be... De- and it's gone on all sorts of tentacles. I'm learning more about love triangles in the pro wrestling community, <laughs> which apparently there are many. But uh, yeah, we've had some great nominees today, Maggie. Yeah, I mean, we all went a little bit more classic. Brady yep. Giselle, Joe DiMaggio, Marilyn Monroe, a little Dwayne Wade, uh, Gabrielle Union, stuff like that. We like Mark in California's got one. Hey, Mark, how are you? Good, how are you guys? Great to talk to you. What do you have? Okay, the, I got two couples. Um, the first couple is Russell Wilson and Sierra. Yep, that's Big a good time. one. Very up and, to now. And then the other couple, they've been married forever, is uh, um, Rodney, uh, Rodney Pete and Holly Robinson. Yeah, oh, yeah. Such a good one, Mark. Thank you for the call. Yeah. Holly Robinson Pete on Hanging with Mr. Cooper. <laughs> Which keeps coming about, up today. I know, yeah. it's Full like a third time. Apparently... All these great power couples happen in the 90s. <laughs> There's a great video. Russell Wilson and Ciara have one of my favorite videos of all time. They pull over at a car and get out. There's a song playing, and Ciara starts dancing. And Russell's dancing behind her for, like, <laughs> about 30 seconds. He's trying to hang. Then he just sits down and watches her dance for three minutes because he's so bad compared to her yeah. that he gives up and trying to be a background dancer. <laughs> Here comes that- the airplane. Yeah, I mean, that is one of the most uneven couples. I'm sorry. For dance moves, yeah. For everything. For life. (laughs) I mean, he is so robotic and kind of uncool, and she is so cool and just really entertaining to watch. Of course, I was in a movie with her. That's my boy, Adam Sandler flick. Uh, We go way back. uh, Did you guys actually interact with each other on that set? No. Bogus, you you agree with me. That is an uneven couple. I don't understand it. I, she, she could do better. I understand he's a very good quarterback. He's not ugly, but he's such a doofus. Like, I don't, <laughs> Wait a minute. How does she put up with him? Okay, yeah. but here's the thing, guys. You, he's good marriage material, right? Exactly. A little, a little so strange. She's like settling she, for him? No, yeah, but I'm yeah. just saying, like, good marriage material for her. Like, she doesn't have to maybe worry that... He's going behind her back, although who knows. I'm, but, yeah, I got to defend Ross because, remember, she was with Future. Yeah. And Future, you know, he lives the life of a rock star. He was not necessarily the greatest partner. And he's been, you know, kind of an issue during this Russ-Sierra relationship. He's taking shots at Russell Wilson. Yeah, and his music. I think Russ is like, seems like he's a good stepdad yeah. to, his, to her kid. Come on, you guys. Uh, Sierra Planet safe with Russell Wilson is still <laughs> not a compliment. That's right. yeah. uh, that doesn't make it more even. Right. It sounds like a consolation prize. No, it's just, you know, fling material versus marriage material. He's good dad, probably. I also we feel like if Russell Wilson was playing better, we wouldn't be saying, oh, like, <laughs> you know, he's such a downgrade. Like, you know, <laughs> like he's been playing actually, poorly, so now we're all like, oh, two years ago, everybody loved Russ and Sierra. Now it's like, oh, hot nope. Sierra with Russ. By the <laughs> way, Russ is playing sneaky well this year. Look at his numbers. It's a defense in Denver. So maybe. Maybe we get back into that couple. Yeah, they got to win some games, though. <laughs> no, who was the guy in Denver who was keeping track of more wins or more bathrooms in their mansion? And it was <laughs> definitely more bathrooms, <laughs> like 15 or something. Uh, Spicy. Andrew's in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, wants to back up Pete Bellotti. Hey, Andrew, how are you? Good. How about you guys? Excellent. Yeah, I got to say, I mean, when you think of wrestling, you think Macho Man, first person you think of is Miss Liz. I mean, in wrestling, those two together i mean they would just dominate the wrestling ring massive power couple andrew although pearl off my has a problem with this one yeah because elizabeth was not really famous the you know we're doing like justin verlander and kate upton 
She does she have her individual fame besides being married to the Macho Man? After. After yeah. she was famous. After she was with Macho Man. Then she kind of catapulted. Because she came back into into wrestling and managed Lex Luger and other guys. Oh, okay. Well, but, listen, don't, don't even go there. It gets me yeah. upset to oh, even yeah. think about. Yeah. Uh, let's get to some headlines. Andrew Bogus is here with all the latest. Well, Maggie, you want to be nice to Rays fans. I but do. I will not. 19,000 and change <laughs> watched yesterday's 4 nothing loss to the Rangers. Now, in retrospect, it was a good idea to stay home with the team committing four errors to begin this best of three. But the smallest non-COVID playoff crowd since 1919 ain't okay. And the Twins had basically the same local start time, and they had 38,000 people in their stand. So... I know, is the unemployment rate up in Minneapolis? <laughs> you can go to games? I don't understand No, this. it's been 18 years since they uh, had a, like won a playoff game. The Twins basically have been getting ousted in the playoffs by the Yankees for the last decade and a half, two decades. And this is great for the Twins fans. I love it. But I can't knock the Rays fans. It's Tuesday afternoon at 3 o'clock. It doesn't matter. A- a- evidenced every other place would have found at least 25,000 <laughs> souls. To go to a and, game. and this is also a bad time for this to happen. They just broke ground on a new, uh, new, new stadium. stadium. I know that. You get the feeling that no one really wants to pay for in Tampa. 3 o'clock is a better time for kids. This should be about kids. The problem with baseball is the demographic is aging, and they're not getting the young kids. Nine o'clock at night is not a time to get young kids. <laughs> you should be all for this, Maggie. I just don't want the Rays fans to get unnecessarily put on blast for this one. Um, by Sunday night, you it find does. out that there's a playoff game at Tuesday afternoon. Like I might not be able to make but, it either. But also, though, I think one thing that we're losing as well is this is Tampa. I mean, you know how many people are retired who don't yeah. actually work, who are probably Rays fans who definitely could have got out of their no. right their their retirement homes or got out of their whatever they're <laughs> in. Went to a baseball get game. your wheelchairs. Yeah, get on yeah. Down the like, come on. Like, Florida's the retirement capital of the world. The other They're thing, all Yankee fans. It's 2023. Nobody goes to work anymore. Nobody actually works, do they? <laughs> we're nine to five at least. I know. We're the only yeah. ones actually come into a, an office every day. I feel like that is very, we're very old school. And don't worry about putting the Rays fans on blast. All seven of them are not going <laughs> to get mad at us. Six of them. All right, what else? Uh, well, no matter who shows up today, Rays skipper Kevin Cash thinks they will get a better show than yesterday. A lot of confidence in this group, certainly in the guy on the mound and Zach Eflin, that we can bounce back and play a, uh, just a better baseball game. Rays-Rangers is, again, the first game of the day at 3 Eastern. Then the Twins go for a 2-0 lead on the Blue Jays at Target Field. Minnesota snapping its 19-game postseason drought yesterday, 3-1, with rookie third baseman Royce Lewis homering twice for all of that offense. The Diamondbacks, the other road team to take Game 1, 6-3 in Milwaukee. The Brewers racing to a 3-0 lead, making this the first time in 15 playoff games. Arizona won after trailing by three or more runs. And the Phillies closed out the night with a 4-1 decision over the Marlins. RBI doubles from Alec Bohm and Nick Castellanos, while Zach Wheeler was K-ing eight over six and two-thirds. The Angels remain far from postseason baseball, and they might get worse this winter when Shohei signs elsewhere. GM Perry Manassian, all sweet and innocent about maybe that not happening. You get the feeling that you know this is a place that he really, really appreciates, respects. And we'll just have to see what happens over the course of the offseason. What's going to happen is he's going to sign somewhere else. So you should plan accordingly, (laughs) uh, including trade Mike Trout, start from scratch. Let's do this again from the bottom up in in Anaheim. Patriots linebacker Matthew Judon is having surgery today for Sunday's biceps injury. He'll reportedly miss two months. Uh, As we played for you last hour, Von Miller thinks he could make his season debut Sunday in London against the Jaguars. And Lions head coach Dan Campbell is on Detroit Radio this morning, noncommittal, 
about Amon Ross St. Brown and Brian Branch playing Sunday against the Panthers. St. Brown dealing with the toe injury. Branch hurt his ankle through the night at Lambeau. As far as St. Brown goes, the Lions could dress Jamison Williams this weekend. The young wideout is now eligible to play after the league tweaked its gambling policies late last week. Williams was initially suspended six games for betting on non-NFL action while at team headquarters. James Harden expected to join the Sixers at training camp in Fort Collins, Colorado today, but it's unlikely he actually joins them on the court as his push for a trade continues. And the NCAA D1 Council has approved shortening the window for players to enter the transfer portal. It goes from 60 days to 45. College football splitting those 45 between 30 days after the season, another 15 in the spring. The change was made because most decisions are made shortly after the portal opens, so 60 days seemed like too much time. Hey, Bogus, question. Please. So James Harden is going to be in Colorado, but he's not going to be on the court. So what's he doing? He's going to stand around. (laughs) (laughs) That's what he does anyway, but only in elimination games. Yeah, I don't get it. Uh, is it? I know there's a isn't a strip joint in Denver where John Morant got in oh, trouble. Oh yeah, yeah. That's so a I big know one. maybe that, but it doesn't feel like James Harden not playing adds anything to the Sixers camp. Like, why show up? Doesn't he still get fined well, or whatever the deal well, is? I think it's like one of those hold ins yeah. where he's there. James but... Harden is holding in. <laughs> yeah. What in Colorado? Yeah, which is the the funny thing that like they went to Colorado to be on their own, like to have their own little time right. and space, and now everybody is watching them because they want to see what Harden when well, he shows up and what he does. Well, I also think the irony is you do these kind of trips for bonding, right? right? It's like you get your way from your families, like training camp, try to build, and now you're just going to have like weird James Harden standing off to the side, like eating by himself in the cafeteria. <laughs> so silly. Uh, also, that you go for altitude for when the Sixers play the Nuggets in the finals, maybe early That's training. True. Early prep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about fantasy. I'm trying to find, what was that place called? Shotgun Willies. Shotgun Willies. That's Denver, right? Yep. Yeah, but they're not in Denver. They're okay. They're, they're, they're where CSU is, Fort Collins. Fort Collins, Colorado. Yeah. But um, just I, by the way, Shotgun Will is not open right now. They don't open till 11 a.m. local time. So, but I think Dion did speak to the team at some point. He did. Yes, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, maybe he'll you know inspire Joel Embiid. Things will be different this year. Third the round. guy's the reigning MVP. He needs an inspiration from Deion Sanders. I don't know. The Sixers have hit a wall in the second round. Yeah, I think bringing in Prime is a great idea. What's he gonna say? I whatever Dion says. <laughs> and somehow Joel Embiid's gonna remember that six months from now when he's up in the post against I don't know. Right. Down three two to the Bucks. Yeah, Dion can text him right before the game and and say, Remember in September when I told you this in Fort Collins. Do you know how many teams Dion's probably gonna talk to between now oh. and then? Every coach is probably calling in Dion for the pep talk. It is kind of funny, Dion's involvement with the NBA too. There's a lot of NBA crossover. Were there a lot of guys at the game? Well, yeah, he said half the NBA's there. He didn't specify what year it was like Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce haven't <laughs> been in the NBA in a while, but half of the Nuggets were there, like Aaron Gordon. Yeah. Not Jokic. He has uh, no Sixers, idea. Sixers, I think, were there too. And the Sixers were there, yep. Apparently the Sixers train in Colorado. Should have known that. Man, I just don't think anything's going to help the Sixers, but I am all here for the James Harden weirdness. Like, let's get as weird as we possibly can. Oh, yeah. I, you know, obviously Ben Simmons famously showed up in sweatpants at a practice. and (laughs) Yeah, with a cell phone in his pocket, playing one-on-one, waiting for his agent to call. I want James Harden to come in in just a fur coat and just really (laughs) go all out because James Harden, like, if he wants to put it on, he really can. Yeah, what do you do? Like, go to a ski slope? It's a little early for that, I guess, you know? 
Yeah. Uh, the other thing, too, James Harden actually probably needs the preseason conditioning. So <laughs> maybe if he's not on the court, he could jog or no, something. This is the most relatable thing about James Harden is how much weight he can gain in a short amount of time. That's the most relatable thing about him. Like, yeah, I've had a couple, week of vacation. You come back, you're like, oh, man, I just did damage. <laughs> My yeah. pants don't fit. <laughs> He's not really built like an, an NBA star. He's definitely like old school. Like doesn't look like he hits the weight room that much. Nah. Oh, I mean, he's strong. Who lifts he's, weights? But he's naturally strong. Like kind of like Larry Bird, right? He lacks no. definition. No, he's, I mean he's on, I mean he's not like ripped, but I mean he has big arms. Like he's he's yeah. a, he's, he's a load. Like he's very hard to keep. Oh yeah, I big agree. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, but I mean like a lot of guys are just totally chiseled. I mean, most guys are, I would say. And he's hey, not that. Last, I mean, I think he's barely shouldered, but yeah. Last thing about Shotgun Willies here. So I'm on their website. <laughs> Why stop at this? <laughs> well, I, I'm actually looking at the Yelp reviews. And the first thing it says is, best strip club in Denver, but definitely go for amateur night if possible. Like, that's your claim to fame is amateur night? It's not even the women who are working there full time, the actual professionals. You should go for amateur night? But wait, they have, like, open mic night at strip yeah, clubs? apparently they do. <laughs> well, I feel like you'd have to sign a many waivers. Many waivers? Yeah. I NDAs, could see, I could see the appeal of that because... They've got my attention. These <laughs> professional strippers are obviously very professional and yeah. kind of, like, they're so not into it. Oh, been there, done that? Been there, done that. They know that... Going through the motions. Yeah, going through the motions. <laughs> Much like James Harden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, They've signed their second contract. Right. If James Harden showed up at amateur night, well, that would be the least, uh, you know, shocking thing ever. <laughs> But if he performed on amateur night, now there we got a story. Yeah, get him out of there. If he, I think Darren Moore's like, oh, Clippers, we'll take whatever you want. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, James Harden. Well, his, I he's got to have a stripper name. Though. I was going to say James the last name works. Yeah, all right, James Harden's stripper stripper name is. Oh, uh, uh, that's not even. There's a lot of bad <laughs> I mean, jokes we could say there's here. A couple, there's a honey bun. Maybe we should move on. He, you just need to okay. change there's the way you pronounce his last name, and you're good. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Bogish. That's why you're the newsman around here. Okay. Welcome to the stage, James. <laughs> we got a break, Maggie. Yeah. We got a break soon. <laughs> Uh, something's about to come yank me away from this microphone. Hey. Like old vaudeville style. 855-212-4CBS. A lot more to get to. Thank you, Bogish. Enjoy the rest Are of you your sure? morning. <laughs> uh, so much more to do, including the sound we have not played that you must hear. So don't move. More Maggie and Perloff straight ahead. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. X to the Z exhibit. No, he's not part of the show. Uh, lots going on today including question of the day, best power couple, athlete, non-athlete together. A little inspired by Taylor Swift, Jason Kelsey, but our caveat was Travis Anthony, Kelsey. Excuse me, Travis. Jason happily married. That would be a great couple. <laughs> I know Jason is married, but Jason Kelsey and, and Taylor Swift, there's no one who couldn't get behind that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, Talking about tush push. <laughs> <laughs> I think... Um, Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. I think we change it, though. You have to be married to be part of our power couple. Yeah, We're not doing too flings, many flings here. There's too many people in other people's DMs. Like, we can't keep track of all that I'm stuff. I'm disappointed, though. Didn't Dennis Rodman and Carmen Electra get married? They did. I think it got annulled. Okay. So, it's <laughs> a gray area. <laughs> yeah. Is it on the list? Not sure. Uh, Mark is in Arizona. has got a couple that we may have missed this morning. Hey, Mark. Good morning, and congratulations on the new time slot. And if I can take a little, uh, make a little nod to your predecessor, I'll just say, I feel good, and I'm doing well. <laughs> we um, love Dia. So like happy to... for him. Yeah, and, you know, I'm glad the guy mentioned Rodney Pete. He went to my high school, Shawnee Mission South, in suburban Kansas City, and he also went here in Tucson to Saguaro, and uh, where his dad, Willie Pete, got a job with the Chiefs. So anyway, but my three are, first of all, uh, we'll go to the lady who passed away not that long ago. Rest in peace. She was married to the uh, very good Angels pitcher, Chuck Finley, mm. Tony Catan. She also married uh, David Coverdale of Deep Purple and White Snake, and she was known for writhing on the uh, top of the vehicle. So Tony Catan. I Chuck have no Finley. idea who this person is. Dude. Is that my not- bad? Yeah, you young. Tawny Catan? Have you ever seen the... It was a white snake. She's a muse? <laughs> she was a, a, an American phenomenon. Oh, my gosh. All well, right, wait. What, Mark, yeah. quickly, what are your next two? Oh, okay, and the next one, very very quickly. I know you got some stuff to do. Uh, the next one, we're going to go way back when I was in junior high, like about circa 1970. Uh, very famous Hollywood sex symbol, Joey Heatherton, and a guy who had some problems with indecent exposure, but he was a pretty good whiteout with the Cowboys. They were actually married. Lance Rensel and Joey Heatherton. What? Okay. What a heck of an intro. Uh, yeah, okay, then, last uh, one quickly. We got to okay, go. Last one, we're going we're gonna to go way, way back. I oh, think boy. 50s, whatever. A guy, Bob Waterfield, quarterback for the Rams, and he married a very famous Hollywood pinup girl who later did uh, bra commercials. We're going to go Bob Waterfield, Jane Mansfield. Thanks, guys. Okay. Jane Mansfield, I've heard of. Bob Waterfield, I've heard of. I've heard of Joey Heatherington. Uh, Tawny Katane, the, wo- the woman who danced on the sports car in the video, and it's been mocked a thousand times. You've never seen, you've never seen a woman sprawled on a sports car? <laughs> I mean, I guess I have, but it's been, I know. It's literally, in, it's in every Wayans Brother movie they do some version of this. It's, <laughs> it's a huge. I, I, I didn't know it was based out of, off of one person. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Uh, oh, and Chuck, you don't remember Chuck Finley, Angels pitcher, super handsome guy? They were a big power couple. I know that ended really badly. Okay. No, really, I, really I got to go do a little research here on these power couples. Let's get to our shot of the day. He shoots! He and the shot of the day is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila is brought to you by those who drink it. Today's shot of the day comes from earlier. Snapshot of the show. Perloff is going to eat a bowl of Skyline chili with no hands on Friday. 
yes, he lost a bet. And he thinks he might need some weird hardware to get this done. So my hands have to go behind my back, right? Yeah. No hands. Am I going to have to wear handcuffs or something? Are my hands going to be tied? Handcuffs? This is getting weird. Um, <laughs> I think the honor system, can you not just keep your hands behind your back? I don't know. What if it? What if my hands just sort of instinctually fly to the <laughs> like chili? Float to the, uh, so you can start shoving it in with your bare hands. Yeah, I don't know why. I was thinking this morning, I'm like, do we need handcuffs for this? That You're right. That is really weird. I don't know if we want handcuffs just hanging around the studio either. Bad idea. <laughs> it's like, what the hell's going on in that morning show? It's like, oh, we're a morning show slash uh, SM show. <laughs> S&M. I mean, it might actually suit us. I don't know. Now I'm rethinking the whole thing. Chains, whips in the morning. <laughs> It'd be different. We'd break through all the noise. Hi, James Harden to be a stripper. Come in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're on the butt. Welcome to the stage, Mr. Hart. Uh, I am going to wear goggles, I've decided. I mean, this is just a safety issue. You're very worried about cheddar cheese getting in your, yeah, your I, eyeball. I I bought very thick cheddar cheese. Yeah. Uh, shredded cheddar cheese, sharp cheddar cheese, sharp. So, <laughs> Are you going to melt this? Well, you put, you so you cook the spaghetti. Yeah. You heat the chili, put the chili on top, simple. Then you put cheese on it. And they're oyster crackers. Now, I there don't quite know what those are for, but the this is a big crunch? Skyline chili thing. I'm actually really excited to try it. Are you going to eat all four cans? How many cans are you No, gonna I think one big bowl is fair, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, as soon as you put your face in the bowl, <laughs> yeah, the rest is up to you. I don't know. I'm not going to, I'm not going to micromanage this one. Is this a bad idea? I actually, I, when we first did this bet, I wanted to lose because I wanted to eat Skyline chili. I was yeah, hungry. Yeah. But now the visuals I'm getting a little nervous about. Well, also you were going to eat this chili that was going to be like 4.30 in the afternoon. And then in the midst of this, we got a morning show and now you're going to be eating chili at like 8.30 in the morning. I have no problem with that. Yikes. You don't want to. not a breakfast food. You don't want a bowl of chili? Right now, you could. I I can eat chili. Chili is one of my favorite foods. I like foods. how we're asking that this is a bad. If this is a bad question, if this is a bad idea now. Yeah. Yeah, you got forty eight hours to think about it. Uh, Friday, that's when Perloff eats the bowl of chili. Thank you to EJ Stewart. Thank you to Peter Bellotti. Thank you to Andrew Kaplan, to Andrew Bogish, to the Weedos and the coffee drinkers, to the callers. Phenomenal job today. We will see you back here tomorrow. Peace. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.